You're listening to episode 36 of the Curiosity Club podcast. Welcome to the Curiosity Club podcast, a safe place to get your weekly dose of life lessons, helping you let go of fear, overwhelm and insecurities. I'm your host, Katri Barrett, and with each episode I share my insights and practical skills for you to unlock your full potential. Live and work confidently. Be courageous. Be curious. Because life's too short to keep holding yourself back. Hello, hello, lovely people. I hope you're all having a fantastic week and that you enjoyed last week's episode with women's life coach Kat Horrocks, where we were talking all about boundaries how to recognise when we could do with some, and how to go about setting healthy ones. This week, it is just you and I, babes. I am going to be talking to you about time, your relationship with and mindset around time, as well as strategic, practical ways to make the most out of the hours in your day. But before we dive into the juicy stuff, I've been thinking for a while about doing a Q&A episode where you lovely listeners could ask me anything that you so please. So that is exactly what I am going to do. I thought this also could be a great opportunity for you to let me know if there's anything specific you would like me to explore on the podcast, as well as any guests you would like me to have on to share their knowledge or stories. If there's a particular episode that you've enjoyed, but you'd like to know more about the topic, then let me know. For example, if the episodes around stress have been particularly helpful, then tell me what was most useful and how we can take that further together. What else do you need to know? What is keeping you stuck feeling a certain way or in a particular situation at the moment within your life? I started the Curiosity Club for you, the listeners. I wanted to create an accessible, relatable platform to share inspiration and practical tips and skills to help you overcome the hurdles you might be facing in your life. So knowing what those are in particular is going to mean that we can really make some serious progress together and create this club. That is what the Curiosity Club is all about. I want each episode to be like a mini coaching session for you. And that is why I thought doing a whole episode dedicated to answering any questions you might have or diving into something you're currently struggling with could be really beneficial. Maybe you're having trouble with managing your workload at the moment. Perhaps you don't feel as confident as you'd like to. Maybe you struggle with self-esteem. Perhaps a friend of yours is draining your energy and you don't know how best to deal with it. How does all of this manifest for you and what do you need help with in order to start feeling the way that you want to? If there is a situation or something that is currently on your mind and that is making you feel a bit crappy or causing you stress then let me know and as a transformational coach I can give you some practical advice to help you begin to break the pattern. This is your opportunity for some free coaching. 
If you want to remain anonymous, then that is absolutely fine. I don't need to broadcast who has asked the questions. I can just give the answer along with my advice. Let's think of this like an agony aunt session. I always remember reading those columns in magazines when I was a teenager and actually picking up some pretty useful advice at the time. Maybe think of me like your curiosity aunt instead of agony aunt because I really don't like the word agony, if I'm honest, for obvious reasons. So what are you curious to know? Whether it's something to do with your partner, dating, body image, making progress in your career, decisions, confidence, or perhaps you have a question about how I work with clients and what life coaching entails. Send me an email with anything you would like help with to hello at catrybarrett.com. I will also leave a direct link in the show notes so that you'll be able to contact me straight through there. I shall leave my inbox open for a week or so and when I've got enough of your questions I shall record the Q&A episode answering and diving into them all. I am very excited to do so. Alrighty then, let's jump in to talk more about time. Time, time, time. Now, I'm going to be presumptuous here and make the assumption that most of you, if not all of you, have recently said or thought to yourself that you don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to cook homemade dinners. I don't have enough time to reply to that message, meet that friend, to meditate. I don't have enough time to exercise, to read that book or take the chipped nail varnish off my toes from my holiday six weeks ago. When people ask us how we are, so many of our responses are, I'm really good, I'm really busy. So we are living in a time where busyness is worn like a badge of honour, where so many of us are making the mistake, and I hold my hands up in this party as well, And the mistake that being busy is thought of as productive. Busy, being busy equals being productive. Like we're not worthy or doing enough unless we're flat out 20 hours a day and exhausted. However, the amount of time spent and the energy put into something often doesn't equate evenly to the outcome. Doing more doesn't mean you will achieve more. Being busy makes us feel busy. And feeling busy is chaotic, tiring, and quite frankly, a time suck. So, ask yourself this. Are you at your best and producing your best work when you feel chaotic, tired, and like you don't have enough time? When we learn strategies to feel better toward and use our time... It is almost magical how it can literally feel like we have more of it. Now, of course, I know and you know that there are only ever 24 hours in a day. But are you using those in a way that serves you best? Or are you just chasing your own tail and falling into the trap of being busy? 
As always, I want to share some practical strategies with you that you can start implementing straight away in order to improve your relationship with time and to take off your busy badge. The first thing that you can do is to acknowledge what kind of person you are. At what times of the day are you at your best? You're most alert, you're most energized, most inspired, most cognitively engaged. Are you a morning person with lots of energy first thing, but that then dips in the evening? Or a night owl that is at their best in the evening, but ask you to do anything before 10am and you're useless? It might be that neither the morning or the evening are great for you, and instead you're at your peak between 2pm and 6pm. Spend time thinking about this. If you're not sure, then keep a record for a week. Jot down in your phone how you feel at intervals during the day. Let's say at 8am, 11am, 1, 3, 5, 8pm and 11pm and so on. You get the gist. Once you know the times of day that you most likely are going to be at the optimum version of yourself, you can work with that to your advantage. You can do this by planning your day around your deep and your light tasks. Depending on what your days look like, whether you're at work in an office, at home or self-employed, all of our days are going to be different. We all have different tasks to do. But think about what your deep and light, light tasks are. So what do I mean by deep tasks? These are the things that require the most from you and for you to be at your best. Whereas your light tasks are all those things on your to-do list that require less effort, less brain power and attention. Depending on what we have to do and who we are, different tasks are going to fall into both of these categories for each of us. What are the assignments, responsibilities and jobs that challenge you most? Those are your deep tasks. All of those things that you have to do during your day that are a little easier and require less effort, those are your light tasks. Depending on what time of day you are at your best, if you start scheduling those deep tasks for then and leaving those light tasks for the rest of the day, it can be transformative for your productivity. For me, on a good day, I know that I am at my peak from about 9am till 12pm. Then I begin to fade a little and from 2 till 5pm on most days, it is safe to say that I am pretty useless. I get a massive afternoon slump. I get brain fog and I'm very, very sleepy at this time. So recently, I have shifted my days around. I know that come 3pm, I am a complete sloth. (laughs) The mind of a sloth, the movement of a sloth. But I try to avoid napping, A, because it's the middle of a working day and also life is too short and it rarely ever makes me feel any better. Nowadays, I'd much rather be intentional about my time and my tasks in the way that I am showing you. I don't think that I'm alone in kind of falling into the trap of believing and being ingrained that for some reason, first thing in the morning, 
the first thing I had to do was head straight to my inbox and deal with emails. Now, I have no idea why this is, why we so many of us have fallen into this habit. Why do emails need to be answered straight away in the morning? Unless it is a life or death situation, you do not have to instantly reply to an email. It can wait a few hours, it can wait till the afternoon, it can wait to the next day or even a few days. For the most part, unless it's a client and we're diving into something coaching related, then for me, emails are a light task. Deep tasks for me are client sessions, writing these podcast episodes and writing proposals and pitches and so on. So I have been trying to make a shift so that I don't look at my inbox until the afternoon when that slump hits. When I say I don't look at it, I do kind of have a glance and scan read to check that there isn't anything I need to deal with immediately. But I don't open any. I just look at who the emails are from because that gives an indication. If I know it's a client, I know that I need to give it my attention at that time. If I don't know the name or if I do and I know it's something else, then I will leave it until the afternoon. And I'm trying to ingrain this and make this habitual. For lots of people, feeling comfortable leaving emails until the afternoon is going to be challenging. Obviously, when you're self-employed like I am, you have a little bit more flexibility because you're working on your terms. But everyone, no matter what you do, you can set some boundaries around this. If you reply instantly, that's what people are going to expect of you. For some people, a great option that works really well is to turn on an automatic response. So kind of similar to an out of office where it says when an email comes in, that person gets an instant reply saying, thank you so much for your email. I have received it. I'm going to get back to you this afternoon or within the next few days, whatever you want to set as your kind of expectation. And this way you're setting those expectations and you're setting boundaries. And that means you can protect your time. So after you've listened to this episode, make a list of all your deep and light tasks and what time of day would be best for you to do them. Then spend time brainstorming how you can do it. Maybe it's setting that out of office automatic response. Perhaps it's not checking your phone at certain times during the day or at all until a certain time. Or maybe it's about blocking out time in your diary so that you can't be booked for meetings in the afternoon. Because for you, meetings is a light task and you need to be spending that precious time on your deep tasks for the day. I have literally had clients, I know a client who has has done this, where they have booked out as if they have meetings, they've booked it out that time. Nobody needs to know that you haven't got meetings at that time, but that time is for you. It means you can do what you need to do on your terms within that time. So find a way, come up with a strategy that will work for you. I want you to think now about one of those days that we all have every now and then where you kind of seem to be on fire when you got everything you needed done and perhaps then more of that on top of it a time when you were hashtag bossing life (laughs) please excuse me yes I did just say that (laughs) 
<laughs> not sure why I think I've ever said that before, but you know, hashtag bossing life. I think we'll get what I mean by that. Think about what the difference is between those days when you get all that stuff done and time seems to move more slowly and the days when it just slips away. Have you had more sleep? Are you doing certain tasks at certain times? Or is it your attitude and mindset on that particular day? This is the other main factor to be aware of, your attitude towards time. What stories you tell yourself about it? A good exercise here can be to write down time is, and then all the things it means to you. So maybe time is precious, time is hard, time is a luxury. Whatever comes up here is a good depiction of what your relationship to time is currently like. When you tell yourself that there isn't enough time, that you wish you had more, or beat yourself up about how well you use it, you put yourself into a state of lacking, a state of scarcity. When we find ourselves sabotaging our time like this, it's because we're allowing the emotional side of our brain to have too much of an influence on our behaviour. And we need to let the logical side step in to help get shit done. Think about how you approach the tasks throughout your day, your time. Are you going in feeling fearful of a meeting or um, and fearful of meeting a deadline, anxious of doing something well enough or annoyed at having to do something in the first place. When you approach your day with all of these negative narratives running through your head, it's going to affect your productivity and cause you to feel like there isn't enough time. Whereas if you set out thinking, I've got this, I can't wait to dive into the presentation and deliver it this afternoon. You're going to be far more motivated, creative and constructive with your hours in the day. So let's do a little recap. Firstly, and do this straight after this episode, for the love of God, do not tell yourself you don't have enough time and rush straight off onto something else. Straight away, identify what times of day you are at your best. Then make a list of all your deep and light tasks. They're different for all of us. All of those things that require most of your brain power and attention, start doing those things during the periods of day where you're at your best. And schedule those light tasks for when you tend to become more of a sloth. Literally, write down what time means to you. When you do this, if you notice a negative trend of scarcity, think about how you can begin to reframe these thoughts and empower yourself to feel like you can fit everything you need, want and desire into your hours of the day. We all have the same amount of time. Remember, it's your attitude towards it and how you use it that makes all the difference. Remember to email me over any questions or any situations you're currently struggling with or feel stuck in for that Q&A episode. Send them over to hello at catrybarrett.com or head to the direct link in the bio of this episode. 
If you enjoyed the episode and as you're listening, take a screenshot, tag me in it over on Instagram, share it with a friend, be sure to subscribe and please, please, please leave a rating and review. It really helps boost the visibility of the podcast and helps more wonderful people join the Curiosity Club. Until next time, stay curious.